All the best music, sports, and podcasts right now on FAULradio.com. Hello and good morning and what up, fellow owls, fellow peers, and fellow Florida Atlantic students. Now, I'm going to be here with you early in the morning. I'm scheduled from 10 to 12. Now, some of you may know me by this voice from Keon Cooper and U.S. Journalism or Keon Cooper in News and News Reporting Journalism, or Keon Cooper African-American Histories and Studies in Florida. But when it comes to this podcast, early in the morning, it's K. Brady Thoughts, giving you my thoughts and opinions about certain sports topics. But also, I'm going to be talking about poetry. See, on my podcast, I'm going to be artistic, and I'm going to be talking about sports. So, you want to drop by, come by in this early morning, and wake up so you can hear this latest from the greatest. K. Brady, come on down to our radio, like I said, from 10 to 12. And if you're listening to this right now, I want to give you a thank you and an appreciation because you're going to be blessed with the latest from the greatest K. Brady thoughts coming right out of Boca Raton, a kid from Miami, Florida, 305. Representing to give you my latest thoughts and opinions about sports. See, with this show, I'm going to be talking your head off all morning and all day. You see, what this show brings, it brings energy, it brings unity, and it brings community, and it always brings, and I mean always, love, peace, and happiness. See, so if y'all catch this young fly brother on the breezeway with, you know, his short little itty-bitty dreadlocks, with his oval black glasses, and sometimes fresh, but sometimes not, but you know, I'm still a broke college kid, come by. Let him know what topics you want me to talk about. Let me know what you want me to talk about and say. See, this is my introduction podcast, so I hope I do well. I hope I please you guys, and I hope to make you guys happy. So let's begin with this First sports topic. So, I didn't go to the game Saturday at 7.30, but I heard it was lit. Litty, litty, up, up, uppity, like Uzi Vert. I heard y'all was doing y'all thing, you know. And looking by these highlights, it was packed. So, go Owls trying to protect Paradise. But the question is, was Paradise protected on Saturday? Did they protect it from the Knights? The Knights are coming. The Knights are coming from Lando, UCF. Man, the score was at least 40 to 14. Or let me check. Hold on for a second, y'all, while I get on my phone. Let me check what the score was. Yeah, it was 40 to 14, sadly. I mean, like, see, the question is, what happened? You know what I mean? Not to say Florida Atlantic didn't try. Not to say Florida Atlantic, you know, didn't try to do their best. But from what it seems like, UCF put on the show. I mean, this is going to be... A town, you know, this game is going to be remembered for ages, I feel like. I mean, come on, guys. It's a rivalry. Or I wouldn't say a rivalry, but it's a Florida team versus a Florida team. How are we going to be keeping up with Florida if we not beating our own teams in our own backyard, y'all? Now, shout out to Perry. Perry be doing his thing. He be trying his best. He was a former Kane representing, you know what I mean? And I'm a Kings fan, by the way. But, you know, still representing our Al, representing our Paradise and Boca Raton. Everybody, you know, trying their best, trying to do what they got to do. Now, if I can remember, the Owls are at least, what, 2-2, two and two, right? I mean, we blew out Charlotte. We lost. So, 
Let me check y'all record for a second. So we lost against. Okay, so we are two and two. We won two and lost two. Now we got back to back, you know, road games. Now, will they beat like a prior high school Purdue? Will they do it? I mean, I don't know. We got to see. But I think they can. I think if they try and put in a hard work and keep practicing, man, FAU going to represent, you know? But what I'm ready for is that Rice game. You want to know why? Because it's homecoming. And all the baddies and all the, you know, you know the homies going to be out, going to be doing their thing. Now, who going to be homecoming? King and queen. Who going to be representing? Who going to be putting on their Sunday's best? Or should I say they Saturday's best? Because I know me, and I know I'm going to be doing my thing. Now, let's talk about the NFL for a second. And no, we're not going to talk about Antonio Brown. No, we're not going to keep talking about Tom Brady. No, we're gonna, not going to talk about the L.A. Rams and how your boy Odell Beckham keeps stunting with his one Super Bowl ring. I'm happy for you, brother. I'm happy for you, brother. But the question is, can they do it again? Now, me, I say hell no. Or should I say I say no? I'm trying to keep it PG, y'all. But I say no. I mean, you got teams that's going to be coming back. Tom Brady coming back after retirement. You think he don't want to avenge himself? You don't think he going to want to let him know, let y'all know that he still got it? Now, Tell me why the Dolphins came back. Oh, my gosh. I did not see this happening. I mean, the way they came back on the Baltimore Ravens, now, that got to be the best comeback for the ages. Now, I- I'm not going to lie. I doubt it to it. Not to say he trash or garbage, but, buddy, this isn't college. This isn't Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tides. This is Miami. This is the Dolphins. You got to play with the big boys. You have targets. You got Tyreek Hill, my brother. Come on now. Get yourself together. Oh, my gosh. For them to come back like that, you got to give my man props. I mean, it's no better than that. So, hopefully, this is a made the turnaround for the Dolphins organization to show that they can and that they can play. Now, let's talk about Appalachian State. Now, I'm going to be real. I thought Appalachian State will always be a school to get ran over. I thought Appalachian State will always be the school that people will run over for their whole lives, right? That's what I thought. Wrong. Look what they did against Texas A&M. Look what they did against Troy. Appalachian State is trying to prove themselves that they deserve to be in the top powerhouse schools against powerhouse schools like the Oklahomas, like the Ohio States, like the Clemsons, like the Utahs, like the Florida States, like the Hurricanes, and so on and so forth. Now, can Appalachian State keep it up? Now, that's the question. You know what I think? I think they can. I think those kids are playing with tremendous because like they always say, the ones that get caught slacking and lacking, and then the ones that are watching, the ones that have been beat down. It's so many times that you can beat down a dog. That dog going to bite back. And the Appalachian is them dogs that's going to bite back. Now, let's talk about something else for a minute. Let's talk about, uh, let's talk about, should I say, how can I put it? Another team for a minute. Or other teams, should I say. Give me a second, guys. Hold on, hold on. Let's talk about these football rankings. These football rankings is kind of getting under my skin. Let's talk about why Cincinnati isn't in the top four. Even though, if I can remember, they was in the playoffs last year. Let's talk about why Ohio State is still ranked in the top four. Why is Alabama 
Number one, shouldn't that be Georgia? Shouldn't that be the Bulldogs? Why? Is there favoritism in the NCAA? Now, K. Brady, why you got to say that? You know it is. And who doesn't believe it? You boo-boo the fool. You boo-boo the fool. There has to be. There has to be favoritism in NCAA. Tell me why Ohio State, if I'm speaking right now, if, let me check right now. Sorry, guys, but let me check right. Let me check these football standings. I'm looking, I'm looking. Okay, okay. So Georgia's number one. They fixed it, but Georgia's number one now. They 3-0. Alabama, number number two. They 3-0. Ohio State, 3-0. Michigan, number four. Now those are the top four. Clemson, number five, 3-0. Oklahoma, they 3-0. SC, ranked seven, 3-0. Kentucky, Right, ain't three and zero, and this is a basketball school. Oklahoma State, the Cowboys, three and zero. Arkansas, ten three and zero. Tennessee, three and zero. Then you got number twelve, NC State, three and zero. Utah, two and one. Penn State, three and zero. Now, why is Utah above Penn Penn State when Penn State three and zero? Oregon, wow, haven't seen you guys up there in a long time. You know, fifteen, and then so on and so forth. They got my Kings ranked at 25 because they lost against Texas A&M. Favoritism. Now, I may sound biased, but that's favoritism. Now, tell me why Oklahoma. No, not Oklahoma. Let me not do do Oklahoma like that. Let me get back on Ohio State. Why is Ohio State ranked number three? Just why? This is ridiculous. This is, this is, this is. This is a catastrophe to college football. Why? They did the same thing around the COVID season, if you guys remember. And I will, if I can remember 2020 to 21 season. They played mid-season six games, still ranked in the top four, while other teams like Cincinnati and so on and so forth were playing their hearts out from beginning to end and didn't even get the notoriety to be ranked in the playoff position but Ohio State still was in the playoffs position, even though they only played six games that season. And here, with this BS again, this is, this is ridiculous. And I feel like the NCAA need to stop and need to check themselves and to put teams up there that are more deserving. Now, this is no shot at the kids or the players that play for Ohio State, but this is disrespectful, and I'm not here for it. And that's just my opinion. Take it how you want it. Take it or leave it, but... Hey, this is K Brady Thoughts. This is my podcast. This is my thoughts. And these are my opinions. You dig? So I say what I got to say. I say how I feel. And that's just how I feel. I mean, I just don't think it should be like this. I feel like more and more teams have proven themselves. And hopefully, Florida Atlantic football, Owls, they proved themselves. Hopefully, they become a better team, and hopefully, you know, like I said, we win these road games, and I'm going to be watching closely. See, Perry, I would say, he's a nice player. He's a good stand-up-pocket player. He can pass, make good throws, but Pumbley, that guy, I mean, if you look at that Florida Atlantic game against UCF, the way he just jumped over in the end zone like he was Mike Vick, like Superman, yikes, I don't know, but hey, man. Sometimes it's a minor setback for a major, major comeback. And Al, 
Home of the Paradise, Boca Raton. We gonna have a comeback, baby. You can't keep an hour down. We stay lurking. We stay watching. We stay seeing. We stay peeping. Bars. So, hey, Owl Country, or should I say Paradise, we just gotta get it together, and I know we will. Now, I heard in October is gonna be that what? My favorite sport, basketball season. Now, I'm gonna be watching y'all boys, see if y'all can play ball, see if y'all can hoop, see if y'all can pass, drop them dimes, shoot threes, or take it to the paint. Because not everybody is Curry. Y'all need to stop it. So, going to basketball, changing gears, I know it's the NFL and I know it's football season, but with basketball, who's going to take it? Now, I know it's not going to be the Lakers, and LeBron better not go to another one. That's all I got to say. And he is not better than MJ. One-on-one, maybe. But as a teammate, I don't know. I mean, that's just my opinion. Now, we got the Utah Jazz trading Rudy Gobert to the Timberwolves and trading Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs. Now tell me how that makes sense. How are you going to trade two of your best players to other up-and-coming teams? Utah, do you want to be down bad again? Utah, do you guys want to be on losing streaks again? Do you? Come on, man. This is ridiculous. You know, and sometimes it just makes you wonder, like, why? Why is this happening? Why would you guys trade your multiple defensive player of the year? Or why would you trade one of the best rookies that we've seen of all time transition into a great player after his rookie year? Why? Why would you trade two players that help you Get to the playoffs. I mean, okay, yeah, so what? They can't really get through the first and second round normally. All right. But if you put more marquee and key players around them, things will happen. Things will get better. Things will become better. You just got to do it, man. You just got to believe. Haven't you heard of Cleveland Believeland? Oh, I forgot. Y'all sent him to Believeland. My man Donovan Mitchell. And I guarantee you, Donovan Mitchell, um... I'm sorry, what's the other player? Donovan Mitchell. Then you got that tall center. Then you got, let me look at the roster, guys. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'm into sports, y'all. Come on now. Future Stephen A., future um, Dick Vitale, future Craig Sagar, future Skip Bayless. I just got the roster for a second. Give me a moment. Keeping up with school. And how is school for y'all, by the way? Y'all been doing y'all homework? Mm, I don't know. Okay, so let's see. So you still got the veteran Kevin Love. Then you got the point guard, Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell. You know what I mean? Then you got that boy Jared Allen. Let's get it. Come on. I, w- I still wish they had that young point guard. Um, What's that guy's name? What's that young man's name? He, I think he on the, um, if I'm not mistaken, Jazz. They traded for Donovan Mitchell. I feel kind of bad. I feel kind of bad. Colin Sexton. Man, I wish they didn't trade my man Colin Sexton. He was nice. Colin Sexton was nice. Now he with the Utah Jazz. I mean, I'm not mad, but I feel like they did my man Colin Sexton wrong. But Cleveland still got a good roster. I mean, think about it. Like I said, Darius Garland, right? You got Jared Allen, who both made the All-Star. And shout out to Jared Allen, by the way, keeping his head up, even though the idiot Brooklyn Nets betrayed him and Karis LeVert. And other top-notch young players for Kyrie Irving and James Harden. Now, why would the Nets do this? 
come on now, Nets. Y'all already had a good roster. Why bring in Kyrie Irving, pay him at least 400 mil, guaranteed, when he didn't do nothing for the Boston Celtics? He barely did anything. Come on now. And it makes you wonder, are these leagues really about loyalty? Of course not, K-Brady. Of course not. They're never about loyalty. Look what they did to Isaiah Thomas after he gave the Boston Celtics a great MVP all-star season in 2016-2017. Or should I say, yeah, that 2016-2017 season made the all-star team. Nearly took him to the East Conference Finals. Got beat by the Cavs, but that's all right. And dude, did I fail to mention? His sister died, bro. His sister died. And y'all trade this man for Kyrie Irving, who was injured. But in that 2017-2018 season, Jason Tatum and Jayla Brown nearly took him to the NBA Finals. But then when Kyrie Irving comes back, what does he causes? Disruption. He causes mayhem. Talks trash about his own teammates behind their backs, dude. And Brooklyn Nets, like dummies, say, we're going to pay him, you know, 400 mil. When you already got Kevin Durant, when you already got, just imagine, with Kevin Durant, then you keep Jared Allen. You keep, um, um, what's that, guys? You keep Jared Allen. You keep, oh, I'm so sorry, guys. You keep Jared Allen. You keep Karis LeVert. You keep, what's that guy's name? Oh, my gosh. It's right on the tip of my tongue, guys. He plays for the Timberwolves now. And you keep D'Angelo Russell, Brooklyn Nets will be a great playoff team. Young playoff team. But no, you guys bet your money on two has-beens. Well, you on a, on a no, I say you, you bet your money on a choker, which is James Harden, and a player, when things aren't going his way, he, he, he leaves. He leaves the ship and let it sink. But let me, let's transition back to football, back to the NFL. Tell me why I have faith in Jameis Winston. Oh, my gosh. Why, Lord? Why? I have faith in Jameis Winston and the Saints. Now, I know he's a Florida State. I know he's a Seminole. But, dude, why did you throw three interceptions for what I heard from? You throw three picks and you get blown out on your home field. Y'all need to stop letting this man Tom Brady conquer. Stop it. Stop it. But, you know, what y'all expect? I mean, it's Jameis Winston. He threw as much interceptions as much touchdowns. I mean, if that's a bad record, I don't know what is. But y'all let me know what's up. So, now we're going to transition into topics for a little bit. We're going to talk about this whole poetry thing and writing and flows and music. You dig? Now, see me, the type of music I love. I love that rap, I love that hip-hop, but also love that R&B. But just because I'm black and laid back don't mean I'm not open-minded, baby. I like that techno, that Daft Punk, that Pharrell Williams, you know what I mean? So, you know, I'm different. I'm all open-minded, you know, ride variety, ranges of music, because this is what I do. And, you know, as an up-and-coming poet, writing my rhymes, you know, I, I find things to inspire me. So what inspire you guys? Did you guys love that Brent Frey's new album? To all my Corday fans, you know what I mean? From YBN Corday, or what he calls himself Corday now. Do you guys think his first album, The Lost Boy, or his second album from A Bird's Eye View, 
was better than the first. Tell me which one. Now, Corday feels like he had a sophomore slump. I say his album was all right. Not as the first one. The first one, I mean, Winter Time, Family Matters, Lost and Found. Those songs hit you to your soul. We gonna make it. You dig what I'm saying? R&P. Now, his second album was pretty good. I like the solo intrude. I'm not going to cap. The interlude from his brother being in jail, it told like a story from a bird's eye view. Corday's different perspective. Mama's Hood was a good one too, dedicated to his homie. But then you got John Michelle or John Michael, whatever how you pronounce it. It was cool. It was cool. Like He was still giving you bars. But when it gets to what do you want from me with him singing and then Chronicles with um your boy Durkio and my and the homegirl her, it's kinda like trying to sing now. It's not bad. I don't understand people doing new things and new talents, but it's like, bro, you haven't I don't know. You still got some time to grow, you still got some time to develop, you still gotta do your thing. So don't hit us with different things yet. You know what I mean? Not to say we should be used to the same old, same old, but when he starts singing, especially if you listen to What Do You Want From Me on his second album from a bird's eye view, my first impression was this would sound good from Anderson Pack, but from you, Corday, I don't know. But, you know, you just, you know, I understand people trying different things, but we looking for the bars. Then when you listen to songs like Today featuring Gunna, it's like, really, dude? Not to, like I said, throw shade or throw hate, but it's like, to me, that song sounded very industry pushed. You know what I mean? Like, you know, this is what the industry wants with the trap and those type of songs. Which, like I said, I'm not mad at combining different worlds, but haven't we heard a chop already? How have we heard enough of auto-tune already? And there's no disrespect to Gunna, but like, I don't know if Cody and Gunna should have made that song. It was a pretty good song, but it's like, you can tell, like, it sounded like, okay, you're just going with the wave now. And Corday, we don't want you going with the wave. We want you going with you, bro, and create your own wave. Because believe it or not, Corday, I believe, and I think any rap head believes, that Corday will be the next up after Kendrick and J. Cole. Because who else are we going to look to to keep this thing called rap, hip-hop? Us hip-hop heads love with lyrics and bars, you dig? Now, you know, for all my Beyonce fans, how did you like that new album? I'm going to say no. I, I really wasn't feeling that new album. I, I'm going to be honest with you. What's the album we been named again? That's how much I didn't really feel it. I mean, no disrespect, but I, I, let me look that up right now. Hold on. Give me a second, y'all. Still my first episode, still learning new ropes. Shout out to FAU for giving me this opportunity for you and me to so true. Um, okay, Renaissance. Yeah, that's, that's the album. After her Lemonade. I don't know, man. I'm not feeling it because I'm not, like I said, I'm open-minded, but I'm not into that kind of music. My cousin, he cool with it. I know some people that's cool with it, but, like, I don't see what's the point. Like, I get it. I know house music and techno music is making its way back, especially on TikTok and stuff like that, social media, which I dreadfully low-key hate because y'all be doing the same shimmy shake, hip dancing, especially with y'all dudes out there. Do your thing, homie, but, you know, I don't know about that. No, No offense, but... It's like nobody's really original no more. But like I understand with house music, techno music, making a comeback, you know what I mean, with different talents. But you got to still give respect to those TikTokers and those dancers bringing that back. Because believe it or not, I feel like that's what inspired, especially that Philly sound, that Philly techno and that Detroit. And of course, Miami with the fast paced music. Really, I feel like prompted Drake and Beyonce to do those albums. But 
Drake, honestly, yeah, you was right. Never mind. I mean, I don't see the reason why. I don't know. Beyonce album was cool, but Drake album was eh. But Beyonce album was still all right to me because I don't know. I feel like Beyonce put that album out because it was one of those. I feel like in my opinion, Beyonce album was one of those. This is what I always wanted to do album. And now since she made it, and now since she's doing her thing, I mean, I guess she dropped that album because she already made it. She's already an established artist. I mean, it's Beyonce. She got a beehive. You know what I mean? But like I said, it was cool, but I'm still on that four album. I'm still on that best thing I never had album. Or should I say song? I'm still on that We Like the Party. I'm still on that Dance For You. You dig? I'm still on that Countdown. That's just me. But moving along, who listens to that J.I.D., that Jed album? Who listens to that Forever Story? A long way from the Never Story. Now, I still got to listen to it, but Dance Now? Dancing with the... J.I.D. went in. Flexing time. The kid down the road. He good. He signed to J. Cole. Bars. So... Shout out to your boy J.I.D. You came a long way. Keep doing your thing. And he another lyricist that's still keeping this thing going. Sign to the boy Dreamville. But let's talk about your man's Kendra Lamar, King Kunta. Now, is this his last album? I think I believe so. Let me repeat that. Is this his last album? I think so. I don't know, man. I mean, you see in the album cover, he got kids now. Got a wife now. You know, he's staying low-key. But the morals and the big steppers, I still got to listen to it, but I love when you caught me out. I love when you caught me out. And I'm tripped and falling. Your boy went hard, man. And I feel like this is what rap needs. Now, I know some people may not feel Kendrick Lamar flow because the way he be talking, but you got to remember, Kendrick's not a rapper, dog. He's really a poet in a sense. I mean, listen to Savior. Listen to Her Heart Pop 5. Listen to... Nine, wait, five, nine, five, or if I'm saying that right, yeah, five, nine, five, you know what I mean? Listen to the song with Kodak Black, he's just different, man, you gotta listen, man. Now, I heard Kid Cudi's supposed to be having a, for my homeboy, shout out to Julian, by the way, for my homeboy, um, Kid Cudi's supposed to be having an album called Intergalactic. If that's the name of it on September 30th. So for all you Kid Cudi fans, is y'all feeling it? Is this y'all want? Is this what y'all want? Now, I'm really more of a Kanye than Kid Cudi. Day and night cool. And I like what Kid Cudi did on all of the lights. You know what I mean? With the background vocals. Even what he did on um Waves. Kid, see, Kid Cudi to me is a good feature artist at best. But with his own music. I don't know. I'm just not really feeling it. It's not really my thing. But they didn't have to do my mans like that on Rolling Loud, though. Now, that wasn't cool. I ain't like how they did him like that. Come on, dog. And for all you fans out there or for all you audiences, you know, I'm going to take this time out to say this. Stop with pulling out your phones, recording, and stop throwing things on stage, man. Y'all need to learn how to live in the moment. Like, honestly, if I ever get a chance to perform or when I perform... Man, y'all can't just be doing that, man. Learn how to live in the moment. Learn how to live life. Learn how to listen to the music and jam and rock out and love and peace and happiness. If y'all record to y'all phone and look to y'all phone, it beats the purpose of going to a concert, you idiots. You might as well just watch somebody else's story. That's dumb. So stop it.
Other than that, man, let me know what's going to be the other events on FAU campus. What's popping? What's happening? And like I said, it's your boy K. Brady with my thoughts and opinions about sports and with poetry on Mondays. I repeat, on Mondays. And check out my podcast, K. Brady Thoughts. It's going to be posted on Spotify. I hope real soon, really, really soon, because y'all need to hear this. The latest from the greatest. And it's your boy, K. Brady. And like I said, hit me up when y'all see me walking on that breezeway or walking anywhere. Like I said, I'm the guy with the glasses, with the shirt braids, fresh here and there. Probably not. But you know what, though? I still look good because I'm smart, wise, and intelligent. And I'm handsome, man. I know it. You better show it because I'm going to blow it, hit you with that flow. So it's your boy, K. Brady, with my thoughts and opinions about sports and with poetry and I'm be coming out with some poetry next Monday. I'm going to be working and I'm going to be doing my thing. And y'all let me know what's up. What poetry y'all want to hear? Give me some topics. Like I said, guys, this has been my first show. And I hope you guys really like it. I hope you guys are interested. And I hope you guys give, I hope I give you more reasons to listen to me and hear me out. Because I got a voice that God gave me and I'm going to use it. God bless. And as always, love, peace, and happiness. K. Brady. And check my show out. Post it on Florida Atlantic FAU Our Radio. Owl Radio is FAU's student-run radio station streaming worldwide on FAUOwlRadio.com. We have shows, DJ on-campus events, give away free concert tickets, and more. Make sure to check us out on social media at FAU Owl Radio.